0: we are back we are back today we have a very interesting episode Uh, we're gonna be discussing leveling up your skincare we have an expert joining us she is a instagram influencer blogger youtuber Um, she's very uh, influential in the skincare arena um Mm -hmm. we feel like she can really help us out especially me i myself really am not into skincare at all i've just gotten into it a little bit Tori is like. Low key. I'm so into it. Yeah, low key a little expert, but we feel like we could definitely improve. There's like for sure. Like for me, I feel like. I tell them what you tell them what you think you need to improve, and then I'll go. I mean, I just need to improve my consistency. Like I just like. I start something. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Like I'll start wearing mm-hmm. <laughs> like the basic ass shit sunscreen every day. I don't do it for, for like a, a week, week. And, and then, then not, yeah, and then just like dead and then it. Stop. <laughs> Because it's like, for me, I find myself feeling that everything is like a marketing scam, even though it's probably not. Like, I just feel like everything is just, they're just like trying to get us to buy all these different products or all these different things. I'm like, are you telling me if I put this goo gel on my face, yeah. it's going to do something? I agree. Well, I agree with, with what you're saying because there are a lot of like products out there mm-hmm. that are scams yeah. and they're really expensive and they literally are just trying to get people for their money Mm -hmm. but um there are also a lot of things i think that are definitely important to incorporate into your everyday skincare routine like for me i do a lot and i am really excited to have our guest on today which we will show uh, be introducing to you guys shortly because i struggle so much with my skin it's so bad i used to have really clear skin like Two years ago and now I have acne I mean it's not it's not super I mean you can look at my face right now in our video if you're watching but I have really bad acne and I have hyperpigmentation really bad bad. because I do I have like I have this is and this is the thing I'm sure a lot of people can relate a lot of girls can relate and just everyone in general I don't have the pimples anymore Mm -hmm. but I have the aftermath like the scars that's what I have which sucks because it's scar. They're scars, so they're literally there. It takes forever to get rid of. Exactly, and like, I, I don't even know. That's that's what they say. That there's so many different like scar like treatment mm-hmm. scar creams and it's like there are but you have to find the right one because like you said there's like a lot of shit yeah. that just doesn't work like it's just scams exactly so i feel like i've bought and stuff i've like gotten oh, same i've gotten finessed by i've companies. gotten finessed so, so many times exactly so i feel like i've gotten finessed and now i don't trust it basically mm-hmm. i don't trust the skincare world um but so she, i feel like yeah. i feel like this guest will you know maybe restore our faith restore my faith restore her faith She's going to, yeah, for sure. I feel like the our guest is going to restore my faith and give me hope that my skin can be clear again. <laughs> So A fashion and skincare blogger and all-around beauty guru, Danielle Gray.
1: Hello. <laughs> Hello, you guys. I, I am honored to be your first guest. Like, I feel like this needs to go on my resume. <laughs> um, anytime that, like, I introduce myself, I'm going to be like, yes, I was the first, you know, recognize.
0: <laughs> Great, recognized. Okay, so if you could give us like a uh, Give us a little, yeah, like, intro yeah. on yourself. Yeah. Um, just a little background about yourself, just so everyone can know a little bit more about you.
1: Sure. Well, I, where do I even start? So, <laughs> I, like, like 2020 was a year of pivoting. I would say that like maybe my career was like the career of the pivot. Um, I got my degree in marketing, um, got a certificate in image consulting from the Fashion Institute many moons ago. Um, I initially started out as having a, I wanted an image consulting business where I kind of helped people with their closets and their makeup and showed them what looked good on them and what to wear and what not to wear, that sort of thing. Um, but I also worked a full time job at a bank selling investments to people two and three times my age. <laughs> Um, Cause you know, that, that paid the bills, decided to start a blog to, you know, kind of get my name out there for my image consulting business, which helped, but then I decided that, you know, if I tweak this blog a certain way, I can reach way more people without actually having to leave my house. Um, so that happened in 2007. Um, it's changed the way I've done. It has changed. I went full-time in 2010. Um, I've done so many things different aspects within the beauty industry. I've written for magazines like Allure, Good Housekeeping, Essence. Um, I've been in a couple of (laughs) magazines over the years. Uh, I've done a ton of beauty segments on TV. I have a YouTube channel. So essentially I'm just someone who just loves to spread the message of, you know, have fun with skincare and fashion. You know, I'm someone who likes like the nerdy side of it because believe it or not, there's like a science behind what you wear and what colors go with what. Um, and then of course, you know, there's like the the geeky stuff about skincare that is complicated to the average person, but I try to take that kind of stuff and make it really fun and easy so that, you know, the average person can understand and get into it and get their lives.
0: Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Um, when i feel like your instagram and what you are doing now is like i I know you're a fashion blogger as well but i feel like you really took a deep dive and focus into skincare yes
1: so deeply for skincare so the funny thing last year uh well the end of 28 wait no what year we in 2021 so then the end of 2019 because i used to do a mix of makeup skincare um sometimes fitness and of course, fashion. And then like getting on YouTube, I realized that like, I needed to niche down to something because you know, when you're if you have videos about all these different things, it's like it confuses your audience, you're not able to kind of grow. Um, So I was like, okay, I need to niche down to something. So I asked my audience. And this is something that as a Virgo, I normally wouldn't do. But I was like, you know what, let me be vulnerable. Let me ask, you know, let me publicly ask for help. And, you know, I got some c- very interesting answers, but then a fellow blogger was like, you know what, I think you should focus on skincare, because out of all of the things that you post about, your skincare stuff stands out to me the most. And that made a lot of sense, because, you know, makeup, I got—I feel like got to a point where everyone and their mama, like, you have six-year-olds and seven-year-olds out now that probably know how to highlight and contour, so, like... Everybody knows about makeup already. Skincare is that area where people are still like, where do I put my serum and where do I put my moisturizer and stuff like that. And I just enjoy teaching people things and finding ways to like help people understand, um, you know, things that can be really complicated with skin. Um, And I realized that skin, because it's so complicated for some people, that I can't just put up a post like, you know, start a skincare routine. All right. Thanks folks. Have a good day. <laughs> like I kind of had to break it down and there's certain things, certain aspects about skincare that people don't get or people think that it's going to come overnight. So like one of my favorite things to do is to like bash in the heads, <laughs> you know, virtually bash in the heads of my audience about like the importance of wearing sunscreen because all the stuff that people want, the, clear skin the you know smoother complexion the you know looking snatched for as long as possible like these are all things that you cannot do without sunscreen so like sunscreen for example is one thing that i'm like all right how many different tiktoks can i do about sunscreen before people get it
0: (laughs) right um that's something that i struggle with like i we were talking about it before you got on um i literally will wear sunscreen I'll be like you know what
1: I'm gonna wear sunscreen every day for the rest of my life from this moment on and I'll yes it oh no see you gotta make it a habit like brushing your teeth or brushing your hair like you just gotta make it a habit like what do they say like 21 days and it becomes a habit I don't know what the, how the phrase goes but it's some, something like that so like you put yourself on like a Uh, challenge to do it every day for 21 days or whatever the amount of days I want to say it's 21 or 28 days I don't know but you do it and then after the challenge you're like oh wow I'm so like used to it that now it's become second nature
0: and I never used to wear sunscreen so just imagine that okay
1: yeah yeah listen I like to convert as many people as because here's the thing as, as women of color a lot of times people aren't telling us that we need sunscreen. And a lot of us think that we don't need it that it's, you know, I've, oh my god, I've gotten so many weird comments from um, fellow blacks about um, sunscreen usage like, oh, that's uh, white people's problems. Our ancestors didn't need it. Um, like all this crazy reasons why people don't want to wear sunscreen. And it's like, okay, you play around with the sun. If you want to The the sun emits UV rays, you know, there's UVA and UVB. The UVA, the UVB rays don't may not affect us as much. We can still get burned from the sun. I've and as someone with a very deep complexion that has gotten burned from the sun, I can attest to that. Um, but the UVA is what we really, really, really need to worry about because the UVA, aka the aging rays, those are the rays that break down the collagen. Collagen is the protein in the skin that kind of keeps it snatched. So not only is that aging you faster than you know, than what you would probably like, but also UVA rays worsen pigmentation. So all of these like dark spots that we get and discoloration that we're trying to get rid of, like without sunscreen, you're being very counterproductive in your skincare goals.
0: Right, and that's actually so I would like you mentioned that because my main problem area I would say in my skin is hyperpigmentation and scarring. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Acne scars. Like I don't really have pimples anymore. It's just the scarring. And so yeah, my main struggle. I don't know. Have
1: you heard of True Botanicals
0: before? Say it again. Botanicals. Who
1: botanicals? Or like T R U E Botanicals. Oh, True bot- Botanicals. No, but you know what? There's so many skincare brands out there that like, you know, I- and, then, and then all the celebrities are coming out with skincare brands. Is that what you use?
0: Yeah, I use True Botanicals and it's actually they're based out of San Francisco, California. Okay. And my sister actually uses it as well, but it's so expensive. And they actually have a cellular repair serum and a mm-hmm. like vitamin C serum. And you're supposed to okay. use before your sunscreen. Yes. Yes. So-
1: vitamin C and sunscreen are like Peanut butter and jelly, (laughs) like they go just go so well together, and they they actually the two of them together help to reverse the signs. Like your vitamin C can actually help your sunscreen work better to protect you from those UV rays and the other gunk that's in the environment. Yay! So
0: I'm on the right
1: track. (laughs) Yes, you yes you are. I'm glad to hear that there's a sunscreen in it because sometimes you know people sell things and there's no sunscreen, and I'm like, but you can't tell people to wear sunscreen.
0: Story was saying like this brand that she uses is like super expensive and some and what we were just talking about before mm-hmm. you got on as well is the fact that you know for me I feel like I've lost a little trust in the like beauty and skincare community because I feel like there's so many products products that are just trying to get you to buy them and they're not really you know I don't know what's a scam, what's actually gonna help me <laughs> what's true and what's not and I don't know how to weed that out. Yeah what yeah, what are your ideas or do you have any advice for anyone who can kind like of weed out hot, like the good products versus just like this the bad products? Yeah, yeah.
1: Product. yeah. This yeah it's, it's hard because even for me, like I've been doing this for so long and there's just so many brands out there. So I like I tell people um, and it's funny because I got a DM the other day where someone was asking me to recommend a brand for her aunt to use. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of hard because... Um, people gravitate towards brands for a myriad of reasons. It could be like, you know, their packaging is sustainable or the brand has ethics that match with that person's ethics or um, the brand is at a price point that they can afford or there's certain ingredients that they like. So I was like, it's it's hard for me to recommend a brand to someone that I don't know, you know, like sometimes it's hard, you gotta really like, have like your bullet points of what you look for in a brand. And uh, there's so many brands out there because there's so many, like everyone's skin is different. Everyone has different things that they're drawn to. Like me, um, I used to spend a lot of money on skincare. And now that there's so many brands out there that are at an affordable price point, you see a lot of the drugstore brands have upped their games over the years. Um, I necess—I don't, and me, myself personally, I don't like to spend <laughs> a ton of money on skincare products because unless I have to, unless there's like something out there that no one else has and and it just happens to have a higher price point. But for me, it's like, all right, what's what's the price point talking about? What are the ingredients? Um, And then for me, I also like to look at packaging because you know, I'm a little clumsy. (laughs) So I need something that is going to be durable. So like if I drop it on the bathroom floor 10 times, you know, it's not going to break on me. Um, so when you're a consumer, and you're really out there looking for, you know, different skincare brands. Um, I would say like, you know, Instagram is a good way to start. Like, you can get a feel of a brand. Like, if I feel like if a brand's ethics and you know who they are is important to you, Instagram is a great way to kind of like look and see, like, you know, what kind of people are the brand is the brand posting? What topics are they posting about? What topics are they not posting about? You know. Like those are things that you can kind of figure out from the, from the brand. Also, if you're shopping with a particular price point, it's good to kind of like look at, you can even go to like Sephora or Ulta on their websites. And then you can kind of sort things by like the price range. And then you kind of look at what price ranges appeal to you. Um, If there's certain, and there's, then there are certain brands that do better with certain skin issues like if you have hyperpigmentation maybe you might want to use you know a brand that kind of focuses on that um there's just there's just so many ways like and you really have to unfortunately do your research to kind of look around um if you see a brand that you that you're maybe interested in one great thing about the internet is that nine times out of ten there's like a million reviews on that particular product So you can kind of look it up and see what people who have similar skin types as you think about that product. But it's a process. I mean, I could, I couldn't even tell you how I, well, (laughs) how do I even come up with the products that I like? A lot of it is, you know, just for me, it's just like ingredients. Like I like retinol in the night, vitamin C during the day. I love sunscreen. Sunscreen is something that like I try a lot of different sunscreens just because I want people to use it, so I'm, you know, constantly trying new products. But it's a process, y'all. As you you can tell from my answer.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's a really good point that you made. I feel like basically now, because there's so many different brands, that you could literally just make a list of everything that you would want, and you will you'll be able to find something that checks most of everything off. Totally. And do you think it's? I mean, personally, I would say, and you can agree, or I don't know if you agree with this, but. Do you, have to, do you feel like you have to go through trial and error? It's just not yet. Exactly?
1: Yeah, Un- unfortunately, like there's no like, you can do your research and you can find things, it's, it's in your price point, the brand matches, uh, matches your ethics, you know, you feel good giving this brand your money. Um, they use ingredients that you've researched that work well for your skin, but the only way to find out if it's gonna work for you is to actually like use it. And, um, and when I mean use it, like there are certain things that you can tell right away, like, oh, I'm going to like this or, oh, I'm not probably not going to like this cleansers, moisturizers, um, sunscreens. Those are things that you can pretty much like wear in a day and kind of decide if it's going to work out for you. But then you have treatment products that you got to give and most treatment products Um, you know, aside from maybe like an acne treatment, like an acne spot treatment, maybe that might take up to a week for you to see results, but things like that are going to clear your hyperpigmentation, you need at least, (laughs) at least like six to eight weeks before you start to see results. Like in six to eight weeks, you're not going to be like completely clear. You're going to start to see some of the clearing. And then again, back to the sunscreen thing, you ain't seeing nothing if you're not using sunscreen.
0: Do you feel like, and you might have, okay, well, don't judge me. David, okay,
1: no, no judgment. <laughs>
0: I recently started this new thing where I saw on TikTok. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, um, the girl <laughs> said to, I. she actually ices her face for like two minutes every night. Before I she- saw
1: that. Was it a um, bag snob? I don't know. I just think-
0: Okay. I don't look. <laughs> but I actually, I tried it. So I was like, you know, why not? Cause I, I, I don't know. I feel like ice can maybe help. I don't know. This is why we have you on here. I don't know. I'm an amateur. I'm a rookie.
1: <laughs> so the thing, all right. So the thing is, it's very tempting to try some of these hacks on, like that you see on TikTok, because they just look so, people make things look so interesting on TikTok. Like I can't even lie. I've seen a couple of things that I know for myself is, is, is probably not the smartest thing to put on your skin, but the TikTok just makes it look so entertaining. So I would probably o- almost like 85% of the time, look at something that you see on TikTok for entertainment value. Um, because there are a lot of people who do the most just to get views, you know what I mean? Like I always feel like if something gets a lot of views, I'm like, hmm, let me research this <laughs> because you know, like there, there might be something wrong there. Now the thing with ice, ice can be used for a number of things. Um, like for instance, if you have like a cystic pimple, you can kind of ice it just for a, you know, a few minutes. Uh, and I wouldn't even say a few minutes, maybe like up to a minute, maybe two minutes, maybe. But you don't want to have the bare ice cube sitting on your skin and just like sitting in one spot. You want to con- like, constantly move it around because ice can actually burn you. It's cold, but it can actually burn you. And for some people that can cause irritation and irritation that can lead to hyperpigmentation. So um, for some people, yeah, and then for some people, ice can also decrease puffiness. Um, But again, don't put the bare ice cube on your face. You wanna make sure that either you're using a compress or you're kind of wrapping the ice up in maybe some like paper towel or, or something so that it's not having like that direct contact, um, and then don't leave it in the in one area for too long because you know again ice can burn you. So
0: just to answer my question, don't use the ice or use the ice.
1: Well, what? Well, what, what? Why do? You, why do you think you need the ice?
0: Why do? Why
1: do you? Need
0: that? Um, because <laughs> it, it off with really cool. No. Okay. No. <laughs> You no know, pause. It feels it feels really good. It feels ten, mm-hmm. really and after I'm done with after the two minutes, it my skin it's like I just got Botox. It feels like okay, like, like <laughs> firm and just. But my face is red after
1: only for a few minutes. Uh, well, the skin the skin can be red for and like you can like smile and your skin can turn red for some people because their skin is just that reactive (laughs) but um in your case if it's not hurting you you know it's not causing any adverse effects um i would still make sure that you're putting something in between the ice to so that the ice isn't making direct contact with your skin because here's another thing that i also believe like if it makes you feel good and it's not hurting you or others then like who am i to stop you you know now, just understand that that's going to be temporary, because even Botox is temporary. Botox is not going to last forever. So, you know, obviously ice is going to have a much faster wear off <laughs> than the Botox is. But if it makes you feel good, do it.
0: All right. Love it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to continue to do it. <laughs> Actually, <I've been> <laughs> <laughs> I tried in Slack. I in well, in this area. I literally just did it for, like, two days after I saw the TikTok, and I liked it, and I just stopped it. yeah.
1: Some some things some things on TikTok aren't bad. Um, some things I'm just like, like anything, any uh, anything in moderation because like, and I don't like DIY skincare like at all. Um, some people have this notion that because it's natural that it's safe for you, but like poison ivy's natural um what else is natural gas is natural (laughs) like you know and too much of that could could cause some serious harm so the funny thing is a lot of these things that people think are like totally natural and it's fine um can cause irritation in the skin i don't know what people have some people have against like just buying a product that's formulated by a cosmetic chemist who spent years in school and products that go through like so much safety testing i don't know why some people have something so against that but think that they could like make their own sunscreen at home like People actually, I, I,
0: I, I mean my, yeah. that's like kind of like the household i grew up in my mom is very much like that i mean, does not make her own sunscreen she uses like you know she buys skincare stuff but uh in other words like she's very like the chemicals like she'll read it and it has to be all like natural she's like oh my gosh like the chemicals there that's like, my sister and then like she's scared of like acids and stuff and then, like sometimes you know i started using the ordinary like the um one of the they, they have a lot of like acid-based uh
1: exfoliator oh, i think i know what you're talking about the brand's called ordinary oh the yeah is it the red one like the the people it's very popular on tiktok it looks like people putting blood on their face yeah,
0: i have that one too um yeah but, um, i have one with a
1: toner
0: as well
1: and she's like I mm. If you want to put
0: acid on your face, I would know. But um,
1: yeah, my mom's like that too, which is funny. So here's the thing. So, a lot of these things, and I I get people saying this stuff like this all the time. Like, for instance, I did a post on niacinamide um, a couple of months ago, and someone left a comment saying, like, if I can't pronounce it, I'm not going to use it. So I'm like, niacinamide. And I spelled out, like, I put the phonetic spelling of it in the, (laughs) the comment. Like, is that that hard to say. And I'm like, that is not, um, you know, always the right uh, line of thinking to have because <clears throat> for instance, niacinamide is something that's in a lot of skincare and it also has l- a lot of receipts of its effectiveness. So just cause you can't pronounce it doesn't necessarily mean that it is bad. Um, and, and that's the thing that I hate about skincare because there are companies that kind of prey on that fear mongering, and you know the fact that like oh chemicals are bad there was a <laughs> there's a tiktok um actually i saw it on her instagram there's someone called the melanin chemist um she has this ig reel on her page um about people saying i'm not using that it's full of chemicals but then the person picks up a pineapple or some piece of fruit and then she has the chemical breakdown of what's in the pineapple or whatever the piece of fruit is. Then the person picks up a glass of water and then she has the chemical breakdown of what, so essentially everything is a chemical. So sometimes, you know, it, it's, it's hard because it's like, you know, I didn't do that well in chemistry <laughs> back in high school. But some of this stuff, I don't want to say it's like basic knowledge because, you know, dealing with people on the internet not everyone has the same level of um comprehension and the same like um exposure to certain things but i can understand people's reasoning behind it because you hear the word acid and of course you're thinking something that's extremely volatile and it's going to burn your skin with some of these acids like you know the um glycolic acid and um the other type of acids that are used in products If you're using something that's too strong for your skin, it could burn your skin, essentially. But things are created to be used on the skin, especially when they come in something that's well-formulated. It might seem like the the skincare companies are out to get us and these big brands are out to get us because, you know, some of them are, (laughs) but, um, you know, we kind of got to have to... You know, learn a little bit more about things because a lot of these like natural skincare companies. You know, they say they don't use things like parabens to preserve the products. They use you know alternatives, but sometimes those alternatives can be more irritating than than the parabens that they were trying to avoid. So, for sure, it's it's, it's we could get into that like all day. <laughs> yeah, I definitely definitely a serious thing.
0: Um, I think it's so scary. Skincare in general is just so scary because there's actually this black model and mm-hmm. I can't remember her name, but she actually her model career is over because <gasps> this this Sweden sweet is it Sweden skincare? Yes. Swedish skin sorry. Swedish skincare blind. and it gave her acne scars, cystic acne. Like all over her face, and she still hasn't gotten rid of it. Oh, she lost her obviously. Like your modeling, your face is your money maker. So she's out of a job right now. They did like this huge article about it, and I looked up. Wow,
1: I would like to see that. How severe was it?
0: It was. Maybe she was allergic to it. No, it was like a ten. It was okay, but ten being the highest. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like it broke the scale
1: <laughs> it, was not, it was that. oh wow it's just because all right i need to find that. yeah because i'm over here thinking like you know yeah it's bad to have a reaction to something but um you That's know that. sometimes these things can clear up i i would hope that that didn't kill her career like for good because i'm like her, her skin's gonna heal right like i i haven't seen <laughs> i haven't seen what happened to her but i would hope and then you know you've got things like makeup and and uh, post editing and, and things like that that can help with it. So I hope maybe it's just like a temporary setback.
0: Okay, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't
1: know. You you got to send me the story because now I'm real curious. On Instagram, because <laughs> I can't remember her name. So bad position. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whatever,
0: whatever. because I'm
1: like, you got my interest speak. I'm like, dang. It
0: to you because, and it's so scary, but this is why I say it's scary because I was thinking, okay, let me look up the skincare line that she used, right? Maybe it's just like completely BS and it's foreign and, you know, something like of that sort. Mm-hmm. It's right up. Like as on Amazon, on a whole bunch of other websites, and I'm like, People are actually out here probably using this product, not even knowing what it did to like a person who lost her job and yeah, clear skin have clear skin, but then it's like you said, everyone reacts differently.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: not here to use anything else that
1: I'm other than what I'm using now. Yeah, and I and I wonder what you know. Not to I don't know. I, Ooh, I need to know more about this. Cause I'm like, what else did she use? Like, was she using it properly? Like, dude, so many things that I have so many questions.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you, but I just thought I'd mention that because- Yeah. in the skin in the skincare street, scary. <laughs> But I actually, we actually have another question. Should we hop into, um, oh, did you already talk about face sculpting? Okay, that's the thing I really want to. Talk she just about. got into that. That's her new thing now. So I okay. like. I like. I'm so bad. I, I literally just like wash my face with water. I mean, I I have a little routine. I have a little my little routine that I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's yeah, it's not anything special. I have not certain, like mine. Yeah, but um, the one thing that has made me, like, like step up my routine is face sculpting. Yeah, I saw this on Instagram. There's like the face gym Instagram, and it's like. All these people are posting like their side by side like two weeks before and after, and their face is like completely different looking. They're like have like a defined jawline and all this I'm stuff. Have <laughs> you like up.
1: that? Oh no, is she there? Are you yeah. sorry? no, i missed it, the last thing you said. What did you say? Um, so I've been looking
0: at the I've been starting to do um uh, face sculpting and I noticed the Instagram. I don't know
1: if you've seen their Instagram, the face gem face gem is that one of those like roller is it is it um is it something that you plug you have to charge or is it just something that you roll so
0: they have like a roller one but it's basically a like stone it's like a stone like you... Like where you literally go like this i don't know if you can see my face but you're like let me get my lipstick <laughs> so you're like, this, <laughs> you're like scrubbing it like hard so, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of this um I don't know if you've heard of this, but they have this ball where you put it in your mouth Oh, and you just you and it <laughs> your chin.
1: It defines your jawline. It, it defines, defines your jawline. I think. So, oh, I'm dying. All right, so these are again one of those things where I'm like, listen, man, if you like to do it and it's not harming you or others, like go for it, I guess. The thing is, um, some of the, okay, so it sounds like what you're talking about is maybe like, um, either, uh, you said a stone or maybe like a jade roller or yep. one of these like, um, devices. Cause I'm trying to differentiate that from like some of these nano current devices that are like teared down versions of what you would get yeah. at the dermatologist or esthetician. So those things, again, like it, it, if it's something that makes you feel good and makes you look good and it's not hurting you or others, like. You know go for it um there isn't much science from what i understand that's like back behind that let's say like yes this works and we have lots of scientific proof that something like this works um then like to make the distinction to like some of these like nano current devices like um new face um i'm trying to think of other brands but essentially it's like uh, an at home version of like some of the tools that the dermatologists and estheticians would use. Um, those are become yeah, those are becoming really popular. Um, But my thought on it is just like, if you can, cause some of these things can be really expensive. Some of them are like 200, 300, maybe, maybe, sometimes even more. I kind of feel like now, yes, that is going to be cheaper than if you had to go, you know, to the dermatologist or esthetician for treatment. But I kind of feel like, you might as well just put that money to the side, set up a savings fund and go see a dermatologist or an esthetician to like get the real thing because I feel like you're gonna see better results.
0: Well, and this is the thing too, I'm so glad you mentioned Mm -hmm. Yes, they have all these products that now they're, or that now they're selling for, I guess us, the regular people, but there's a reason why, some of this
1: stuff is only meant for estheticians and dermatologists. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, for instance, um, something that I feel like might be like totally well, I don't know if it's totally harmless, but you you see how to people how people are like shaving their face because it's a good way to um, not only get rid of peach fuzz, but also um, because you're exfoliating the skin. And you're getting rid of that peach fuzz. Now your skin looks more radiant and your makeup products are able to penetrate better because it's not having to fight through <laughs> your layers of hair. Um, and then if you wear makeup, your makeup is starting to look better. See, something like that I kind of feel like is a is a little harmless because you can get the little razor um, things that they use for it to micro uh, microplane. That's- um you can yeah, you can get those for like a dollar or two dollars at the beauty supply store. And because of the way that the razors are, are laid that I don't think most, well, I'm, I'm not going to, I can't even say, because some of the stuff that I see people do, <laughs> who, who knows if somebody's not out there, like really doing some damage to their skin, or, like cutting their skin with these razors. Right. Stuff like that, I feel like, you know, it's good to keep up that kind of maintenance. But even that, as simple as, simple as that is, I've seen uh, like some of my esthetician friends do the dermaplaning um, and if that's at a whole different degree when they do it, you know, like it's a whole different, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like your results, you get much better results, like when you go to an esthetician. But not everyone's gonna be able to afford that. So, I I actually, just yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I actually um,
1: because
0: like I mentioned, I've just been through it all with the skincare. I probably spent like two thousand dollars on skincare just throughout the last year, which is ridiculous
1: oh my god (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) but um i think it was a year ago and my sister got so mad this is actually kind of a funny story so i got this um (laughs) laser for your face
1: no it was like the laser hair removal i got the laser
0: and it was i can't remember the brand but it was also one where like it sucks it's like a suction and it sucks the gook out of your face. Like even the stuff you can't. Ooh,
1: okay. Like almost like a microdermabrasion kind of machine. I think that's actually what it was kind of supposed to be. Yeah. I was feeling really good about it. I
0: was like, this is about to make my face look amazing. Like, (laughs) consistently. But me being, oh, this is so bitchy, but I was like, let me try it on someone first before I try it on my face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's too funny. My
0: sister, my older sister, Taylor. I was like, Taylor, come here. Just let me, come on. Just let me try this on your face. It's. I was like selling it. I was selling this. I was like, it's going to clear up your skin. Like she already has clear skin. But I was like, you know, you can't see all the dirt. that's really underneath your skin. Like there's a whole other layer. I was just like, yeah, I wouldn't know what I was talking about. And I tried it on her and surprisingly, she actually let me do it. She's probably never going to let me touch her face again. And I tried it on her.
1: And I was just
0: like, confused. I, just, I think I put it on uh, green mode or something because there's different lights that are supposed to do different things like um, help with scarring and then help with something else. Redness. They had a whole bunch of different functions. So I think I put it on the green one. And I just started like moving out her face and just like it was like doing this little thing, like sucking, I don't know, the dirt out. <laughs> <laughs> I got over it with
1: bruised. Bruised Oh my god.
0: For like, I didn't even go. I put on the lowest level too because I didn't want to like F up her face. Why I ended up F up her face anyways. But bruised, literally bruised. She was so mad. It was bad. It was like bruising, like an actual, like it wasn't even red. Oh no. It was horrible. And my dad got so mad. You're just trying all these all these things, but it even works. So I was like, well, that's why I tried on her first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just things like that with sometimes with certain tools like that, you just need to leave it yeah. leave it to the ethicians. and just you know, like you said, it, yeah, there are uh, so many other remedies and things that you could be doing. Rather than just doing that, because you literally mess up your face for life, and then you actually will have to go to the esthetician and dermatologist and spend money just so you can get back on track
1: to fix it. Yeah, that that's my that's my line of thought too, my line of thinking. Because sometimes it's like, okay, you try to do it yourself, and then you wind up having another issue. So now you have two issues instead of the initial one, and then like you said. You wind up maybe having to pay more because now you have to go to a pro to get it fixed, and that's if you can afford to go to a pro to get it fixed. Uh, I did have a
0: question. Now that we're talking about dermatologists,
1: <laughs> I, yeah. Um,
0: as I like started watching my videos and getting more into like the skin care industry, I always thought, and like I feel like some of my friends have always thought that like going to a dermatologist is like the absolute last no see that's where we did yeah she's like Mm -hmm. i have one pimple i'm going to the dermatologist (laughs) (laughs) no but like for me it's like and the people that i've talked to they only they feel like they can only go to a dermatologist if they need to like start going on Accutane.
1: yeah
0: okay so you can just go to the dermatologist if there's some irritation if there's Mm -hmm. some like areas on your skin that like are like troubling to you a little bit. Is that
1: true? Well, I mean, anybody's going to take your money. If you you got the money to pay, they're going to be like, okay, yes. How can I help you? (laughs) But, um, I think most people would probably see an esthetician more often than they would the dermatologist. Mm -hmm. Um, only because of, excuse me, only because an esthetician is someone that you're probably going to see, you know, uh, maybe once a month, once a quarter, um to get facials and extractions and then the esthetician is going to be able to determine um you know what course of treatment you need to be on what you need to be doing at home um and what you they can continue doing at the you know at their your esthetician appointments um a dermatologist though um they're similar in that they both take care of your skin, but typically a dermatologist is going to take care of, of like certain skin diseases. Um, if you have eczema, if you have acne, um, an esthetician can take care of acne, but it's certain once it gets to a certain point, there's certain medication that you're going to need, certain treatments that you're going to need that an esthetician just doesn't have that license for. That's something that a medical doctor, an est uh, not an esthetician, a medical doctor you know, the dermatologist is gonna be able to have access to. Um, you know, things, you know, a dermatologist probably treats you for, like I mentioned, eczema, psoriasis, acne, um, you know, moderate to severe hyperpigmentation. Um and then there's certain things like you can go to an esthetician if you're looking for things like Botox and filler. It depends on, you know, the esthetician and who's licensed and, and you know if they have a doctor on staff. Um, but typically, people go to cosmetic dermatologists for like, you know, like the, the filler, the Botox, the facelifts, those kind of things. So, I actually think it's good for people to have both. But I do think that people might see an esthetician more often than they would a dermatologist.
0: Sure. I would definitely, I can definitely attest to that as well because I know that um, when I was dealing with one of my acne scars first started, scarring first started. I think I went to see both an, mm-hmm. and a dermatologist and they both did, like you said, two completely different things. So, like when I went to go see my dermatologist, she gave me retinol, I think. Yes. She prescribed me something, but she didn't actually do anything. She wasn't telling me, you know, okay, do this or that, whereas an esthetician actually like does stuff to your skin and then helps you. You know use do what you need to do and then i actually i went to go get a facial gun. i guess if you can call it that At actually botanicals which like i said earlier is the brand again yeah, skincare line i'm using and they have mm-hmm. a store location in san francisco where you can go in and not only purchase the, the products but you can also get a a facial gun. i don't even know what it's it specifically it's called it's basically a facial where they steam your face they do like the plucking thing they get like all the gook out yeah while applying to botanical products and that was alone. i think that was five hundred dollars
1: yeah it can get expensive
0: like oh i'll see you in two
1: weeks i was like no <laughs> 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 <It> can- <laughs> It can get really expensive. Um, And here's the thing, like if you have insurance, um, your insurance, there's certain things that insurance can cover when you go to see a dermatologist. Um, My insurance doesn't cover some of the stuff that I go to the dermatologist for, so I just pay out of pocket. Um, But I'm also, you know, very privileged in the fact that, you know, for what I do for a living, a lot of times things are given to me complimentary for, you know, for, you know, because I'm covering it on my blog or my YouTube channel, or sometimes I'm given a discount. So I'm, you know, I'm privileged in that notion. But um, if you're going to a dermatologist for something like psoriasis or eczema, I would, I can see that being something that insurance would cover. Um, but also there are other alternatives, like, you know, check in with the benefits that you have at your job. If you know if you're someone that has a job, um, because there's certain things like FSA, HSA accounts that you can get like a bit of a tax savings because you're getting the money um, before it's taxed to, to be able to spend on um, uh, eligible circumstances. So you might want to look into like maybe see if your facial can be covered under something like that. Um, always, always look for ways to be able to get around it. Um another thing I've never tried this myself. I'm just saying that this, this is a thing that happens sometimes. I'm not saying go out and do it. This is a thing. (laughs) But sometimes esthetician schools, um, and maybe dermatologist schools, I'm not sure. But sometimes they need like a person to be able to practice on usually in esthetician school, they practice on each other. But and then this might be totally different because we're in COVID now. So I don't know. But sometimes you can go to like these schools and get either free or discounted services um, at your risk. <laughs> but you know, if you're someone who, you know, you're like really looking for a way to save some money at your risk, <laughs> and um, you, that might be something to perhaps look into at your risk.
0: <laughs> um, I actually had a question as well. Just sure. For our viewers. I know that, like we mentioned, skincare, skincare products are very expensive, and a lot of people don't even know a certain regimen to even stick to or do. What, mm-hmm. what would you recommend? Like what's your bare- like, like a bare minimum? Yeah, regimen like but- what's your daily, like you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do, and then do you do anything in between the day, like face wipes or anything, or just leave it alone until the evening, and then what's your evening routine uh, that you go to for an average uh, female or a person in general?
1: So I would say that like a basic skincare routine is to cleanse, treat, and um, moisturize, and then during the day you're going to protect with sunscreen. Um, but even that super basic routine can differ for some people. So you have some people who, you know, don't need to cleanse in the morning when they wake up because, you know, either it's that, you know, maybe they don't sweat as much or, you know, they don't have a ton of um, actives on their face. Well, I mean, I would hope that people would be sleeping long enough for the actives to kind of get to where they need to go. But, you know, people who may not have like a lot of like residue from the night before on their face. Um, or people who have like dry sensitive skin sometimes people can skip the cleanse in the morning Um, sometimes they just kind of like splash their face with water and then move on to you know moisturizer and sunscreen or a moisturizer that contains sunscreen um but yeah basic super basic is to cleanse treat and then treat is whatever you know you treat whatever skincare issues you have whether that be acne hyperpigmentation Um, If you're looking to improve your skin's texture or your skin's tone, um, you know, you would use that treatment product. Everybody needs moisturizer, even oily skin, because, you know, oily skin can get into a condition where it's dehydrated, where it's producing even more oil. So you can get into like this counterproductive hamster wheel when you have oily skin, if you're not wearing moisturizer and then everyone needs to wear sunscreen you have sunscreens that you know are already in your moisturizer and then you have some that are separate some that you can wear you know in place of your moisturizer but everyone's got to wear sunscreen like non-negotiable Non-negotiable. Okay. Ever, you hear that you guys heard
0: that Where, <laughs> uh, no matter what race Six. yeah you are yes or, I, no. used black, I used to play black right uh, I, me too i used to like look look at i don't know why i played that <laughs> <laughs> wear your sunscreen guys and i'm actually a student athlete so i oh, nice right yeah so you're outside. <laughs> so I'm outside all day but also like my routine is usually wake up work out so i in the morning when i wake up i normally just do water in like one of my cleansers and that's pretty much all i don't put anything on because i'm just gonna sweat it all out when i work out and then after I come back from my workout, that's when I wash my face again and I add kind of everything you said, like the moisturized sunscreen and everything. But my main concern that I feel like maybe I'm not doing um, well enough is throughout the day because I'm just outside all day. Mm-hmm. I need to reapply sunscreen. Do I need to like wash my face, maybe with like a face wipe and just so that, like, I
1: don't know, the outside environment, is <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. So, yes, if you're going to be, so, all right, let me start by saying this as well, because a lot of us are indoors more and we kind of feel like, oh, I don't have to wear sunscreen, I'm not outside. But those UVA rays, the aging rays that I was telling you guys about before can penetrate windows. Um, also sun exposure is cumulative. So some people think, well, I'm in the deep dark dungeon of my basement all day. Um, I don't need sunscreen, but it's like, but then people do go outside and get some sort of um, sun exposure, you, you, whether you're passing by a window for 30 seconds, you go to walk the dog for five minutes, you go to get coffee, like all of that sun exposure adds up. So you definitely want to make sure that you're wearing sunscreen during the day, every day. Again, like I said, non-negotiable. Um, but someone like you, you're an athlete, you want to look for something that's water resistant. Now, water resistant doesn't mean waterproof. Um, it just means that it's less likely to break down as quickly as a uh, sunscreen that's not water resistant because you're probably going to be sweating. You might have some oil breakthrough. Um, but if you're doing something where you're like drenched, whether you're like going for a swim, you're sweating profusely or, and I, <laughs> I always use this as an example because it's like, you know, it can happen. Like, you happen to be walking down the street and someone opens up the fire hydrant and then you're drenched like randomly during the day you need to you know towel off and then reapply your sunscreen um you want to reapply your sunscreen every two hours especially if you're going to be um outdoors a lot because the outdoor elements the sweating the oil breakthrough these are things that can kind of break down the sunscreen's efficacy if you're inside all day you probably don't need to reapply as much as someone who's like outdoors and you know being doing physical activity outside um now you mentioned face wipes i'm not the biggest fan of face wipes because um a lot of them don't technically clean the skin they kind of just move the dirt and oil around the face um but like it's also still better than nothing so if you have no other alternative it's not like i'm gonna say well don't wash your face because face wipes are just bad you know if if that's all you have at the time you know use that of course um but it might be better to kind of like um you know, just, if you can, just, you know, wash your face with a very gentle cleanser, um, pat, you know, pat dry, and then, you know, reapply your sunscreen. There are different, yeah, there are different vehicles that you can use to reapply your sunscreen. Cause like me, I, I like to wear makeup. I don't wear as much now as I did pre, you know, pre COVID. But if I'm out and I'm wearing makeup, I use either like a mineral powder to touch up my makeup throughout the day that has sunscreen in it or you have some of these sunscreen sprays um, that you can spray over your makeup to kind of reapply. The sunscreen sprays, you gotta be careful with because um, you know, the mist may get everywhere but your face. So you just wanna be very careful with the um, sunscreen sprays. I usually use them more to like reapply than as like my first good layer of sunscreen. Mm-hmm. So basically,
0: when I'm playing the 18 holes, in the nine holes, bathroom reapply sunscreen, right? We'll wash my face. Yes.
1: Every two hours. You don't have to wash your face every two hours. Um, if you're like sweating profusely and you just like feel like, ugh, you know, you could just rinse your face with water and then reapply your sunscreen. But you don't have to wash your face every two hours. Because here's the thing, too much of too much of something can also be irritating. So washing your face so many times a day can wind up being irritating as well.
0: I'm learning so much. So yeah. <laughs> another thing is my problem area—it's my upper lip. Mm-hmm. Now it's just worse because we have to wear these damn masks. Yeah. And now Absolutely. I just have like pimples. Well, I get—that's my problem area. I get pimples on my upper lip, which is just like the worst
1: place I feel like, to get. Yeah. You know what? It, what it could be. A lot of times with the masks, um, it can cause a condition that's called acne mechanica and that's when like and it's not just from the mask sometimes you can get it if like things are rubbing up against your skin so the friction is causing the skin to get irritated and and break out um and that's typically what's happening with the um with wearing the mask something that could help to prevent like that friction and to kind of help you prevent the acne well one you want to you know try to use something like a um uh, i was about to say the full name of it something that has salicylic acid in it i was about to say beta hydroxy acid but i was like you know what let me just say salicylic acid because i think that's more um okay. something that some that people have actually heard so like a, a nice gentle salicylic acid cleanser i just tried one from the inky list i think it's maybe eight or nine bucks um i like that one because it it has a salicylic acid in it but it's not drying So if you're someone that's noticing that, you know, you're breaking out a lot more because of the mask, you might want to, you know, one of your cleansers of the day, try to use a salicylic acid cleanser. Um, Then also, you know, you moisturize your face, you put your sunscreen on, and then where your mask, where you're getting the acne, where your mask is probably like rubbing up against your skin, you may want to put something like Vaseline or Aquaphor ointment. Because that, what that's going to do is it's going to be a protective barrier for your skin. Now, a lot of people think like, oh, Vaseline, Aquaphor, my skin, it's going to break me out. Um, the only way it's going to break you out is if you have like gunk underneath it and then you put that on top because then the Aquaphor and the Vaseline kind of like seals it in. <laughs> so you don't want to put that like on top of dirty skin, but it's not going to, it's technically not going to break out your skin because the, the molecules in Vaseline and Aquaphor are too big to actually get in your pore. So it sits on top of the skin like a protective layer, so that your mask, the friction of your mask and your rubbing against your skin, is not going to. Um, well, actually, it, it helps to prevent the the friction from the mask rubbing up against your skin, which you know is what's causing the acne on your face. Wow! I feel so
0: wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is like amazing information. My mind is just blown. Okay, well, thank you,
1: so yeah, much. thank you so much. Thank you. You guys were amazing. I'm so glad to have been your first guest. <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs>
0: you have, like, you should get an award for that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm putting it on my resume. Okay, so I can be found on YouTube. My YouTube is youtube.com slash style and beauty doctor. Everything all spilt out. My Instagram is style the letter n beauty doc um what else do i have my blog is the style and and if you go to any one of these profiles and you forget everything else that i said they all link to each other so even if you just go to my instagram the link in my bio can take you to my blog and my youtube and vice versa so check me out y'all <laughs>
0: her out, guys not only is she just know, knows everything about skincare and just everything in general but She's a
1: boss. All right. You guys take care. Have a great Sunday. Thank you you. as well. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.